Yes, bro. No, how are you, bro? Yeah, not bad, man. How are you? Boy, just out here, man. I'm just trying to survive this this, this quarantine. <laughs> Trust me, no hair, you know what? no shave, no nothing. I have to wear my hat. I've got the afro sticking out. Bro, like, I had to put my, because I, I, I have braids here, so I had to put it in my, in my man bun. I've got the man bun going. Oh, mate, but, <laughs> but yeah, man, what's good, bro? Bro, I'm not bad, man. So, like, yeah, for people joining, um, started this three weeks ago, uh, interviewing DJs, artists, every, uh, everyone kind of in the industry. We got, uh, we got Joe Sensation in the building. Yeah, so, like, I've been doing this, trying to get, uh, trying to get these interviews going and interviewing people. So, I appreciate your time, and I appreciate you doing this as well, man. No, I appreciate you, bro. Um, I heard, I heard some good things. So, okay, no, that's, that's all right. I'll take good. I'll take good. <laughs> Yeah, let me let, let me check let me check this guy out. I think I got um I got a couple messages last week saying my name got called in in some yeah interview. yeah it did yeah what? my name got called who's calling that who's calling my name is it is it beef I think this quarantine's got me ready for crud and beef now. <laughs> Let's go. yeah because we were, we were talking about who's DJ in America so obviously we're gonna get onto that but. Okay. I, I didn't actually know, like, I didn't actually know who's actually DJ in America, to be honest. And then okay. your name popped okay. up, and I was like, okay, right. Now that's the next interview. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Thank for everyone joining, appreciate okay. everyone joining. Um, we're going to get into, like, a short discussion and, like, interview yeah. and everything. So yeah. how did DJing kind of begin for you? How did everything start? Um, I was a promoter. So okay. if you want to go back into the history of it, I used to do under-18 events, yeah. like, way back in the day. Yeah. Um, so my background is actually a promoter. I yeah. graduated to the mic. Um, I used to watch Kid and Play, watch Diddy, um, and you know, one day I picked up the mic. DJing was kind of the last thing on my on my mind. I, I was more like, you know, I wanted to be like the rapper and hold the mic and just have the the little swag. And then, um, and as time progressed, um, I started to be less hyped more calm and then graduated to DJing mm-hmm. and that's you know and that's just that's just kept it kept it chill and for that person that asked the question I'm talking back to the 90s chilling 90s free. you know what I mean when certain people were were just weren't even born <laughs> yeah yeah I wasn't even born I wasn't yeah. even born man <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so yeah man when it came to like hosting was yeah. my thing like I believe that there's not many people that can talk to me worldwide, you know, and mm-hmm. I can say that because I travel. Um, yeah. Now DJing, that's another, that's another thing. But as we, <laughs> as, as we, as we progress, we'll, we'll talk more. So you've kind of touched on the hosting. So kind of, I'm gonna go straight into this question, which what, what makes your set unique as a DJ, like compared to everyone else? So I'm sure that the hosting comes as a big thing there. All right. So um, a lot of DJs, um, I'm stuck. Well, back when I started. There was um, you. You'd had pairs. You had a DJ and you had the host. Yeah. Um, my star. Shout out to Ollie Twist. He already knows. Ninety-seven. <laughs> yeah. You had um. You had uh. Yeah. You had DJs and you had hosts. Now my dad is Jamaican. My mom's from Sierra Leone. Uh, yeah. So, but I've been raised by my dad in a West Indian Jamaican um, culture and home. So I grew up on the sound systems, watching the clashing, watching real sound boys. And a lot of the sound boys, especially Tony Matter, and shout out to Fire, Fireman from Young Ones, Fire. He's the person mm-hmm. that really kind of got me onto DJing and hosting and, um, and selecting. So, um, yeah, so I think it came from 
the whole soundboy era. So in the R and B field, there weren't really people DJing and hosting. Uh, <clears throat> you had legendary DJ collective sounds like Rampage and Ill Kids and Boogie Bunch were going back. That's giving you yep. history. Um, but they had DJs and hosts, and there was there was the man them. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And there was only a very few of us that really mastered DJing and hosting at the same time. So I almost took like, um, I almost took like the DJ. <laughs> they don't know, but they don't play this guy. They don't know, bro. They don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I almost took like the Jamaican style brought into the R and B. And yep. um, that's how I became a DJ host. So that was my standout thing. But I also worked with someone coming up. You know, Fireman was one of the first. Um, Dags, Mr. Dags, Frisky, Elliot Ness, who's also in here. Um, and Jay Knox became like my, my Cody. And mm -hmm. it was Jay and Play. But what made us so unique is that I could DJ. He would jump on the mic, you know. Then he would DJ. I jump on the mic. Yeah. And if you yeah. want to DJ and do the whole thing, he can do his thing and I'll do my thing. So that's what it was, man. So you kind of worked off the back of each other, kind of thing, back to back. Yeah, to be honest with you, that was more when he was coming into his own. Because at that point, yeah. I was a DJ host and selector myself. Okay. I, I, I wanted to be very self-sufficient. I had a crew back in the day where I had, funny enough, I was in quite a few um, DJ collectives and crew and movements. But what I learned about working with loads of people is that it comes to a time when you're going to be by yourself. Yeah. And what are you going to do when you are by yourself? Uh, a lot of crews, when the crews break up, some DJs weather away. Come on, boy, they don't know, they don't know about the Elliot Ness. They don't know about the Candy Dog. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, when a lot of crews, when people split up or the host might leave or the DJ might leave, some people might join other collectives and other other situations. And then the crew might, you know, fall apart. Yeah, where yeah. I never ever wanted to be that. And, you know, uh, yeah, I just focused on myself, man. So what is it about you that from your first gig, you've ended up to now DJing all over the world and like with a big following? I think I, I, I had, see, I wasn't one of the best DJs, if I'm honest. Like there was, yeah. there's amazing DJs. You've got some, I've, I've worked, I've, I've been blessed to work with some of the, some amazing DJs around the world. You know, you've got, like Jojo, great DJ that yeah. signed in. Um, you've got no not probably best DJ in the West End as well. Yeah, I'm, yeah, he's my brother. But see him, legend, bro. And I'm talking Leicester Square when I was in Leic um, Sound Republic, and he was in he was in um, what's the, was it Capital Club? Yeah. That's foundation. Now, not many people know about you know Starlight Crew. Like we go back, we're we're we're, we're foundation. So um, yeah, man, it's like. That's, yeah, that's kind of, you kind of threw me off with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yo, I wasn't one of the I wasn't one of the best DJs, but I had the the um I had you know I had the experience of hosting for some of the greatest DJs, mm -hmm. you know Elliot Ness, you know there's there's Dags Frisky, you had the Soundboy System that Fifth Avenue Studio Express had to really look up to them, you know the Gal Flexes, the Get Rich Crews, Rampages. There's so much. I used to go up north, um, you know G Two great dj you had uh yeah g2 what's that um danny hill you had uh, there was so much there, there was a movement in the uh, in manchester and uh what were their names dj say again i said g2 may help you out with that one if he's got if he's got the names 
Yeah, yeah, there's a uh, man that G2 and his collector. I forgot, I can look at Stylist. Yeah, so, yeah. Martin Too Smooth, Andy Peace, Phenomenal DJs, Prospect, the guys up in uh, Plymouth. Uh, I mean, sorry, the guys up in um, Scotland. You've got Urban Fusion in, in Wales. Yeah. Uh, Donesy in Plymouth. So I've done the rounds in the UK, you know. Mm. And then I just, you know, back in the day, when everyone was doing Napa, I was more on Miami. I just wanted yeah. to go where everyone else weren't. Now, a lot of people say they DJ international, but I don't, but I don't really class. And I'm not digging people. I, I'm not digging at people. I don't really class uh, UK promotion in another country as an international gig myself. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean by that? Yeah, 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 yeah I understand. So if you're picking, it's like for me, just picking up London and putting it in the sun. That's not really yeah. going out to the jungle and DJing international. And I wanted to do that. And, you know, I, I invested some of my own money um, and lost a lot of money. And then, you know, one day it paid off to the point now I get booked to travel. I'm blessed. Um, and I suppose you've got to be a bit more than thus. A good DJ sometimes you've got to have personality you've got to be able to talk to the people engage with your audience have a laugh so that you're not so serious and if you look yeah. at like the house boys there's a whole production what goes behind their sets and R&B DJs don't really have that so we've got to we've got to improvise and uh, for not having the whole you know song and dance production mm. we've got to kind of you know, you understand what I mean and that's why I never call myself DJ play big up there's a DJ, there's a couple of DJ plays, DJ play up in Newcastle from DJ C. Okay. I, I was literally, I was just going to ask, like, why did, why the name Mr. Play? So, because at first I'm more than a DJ, I'm a businessman. Yeah. I'm a businessman, like, I'm very funny with, with certain things and I'm not gonna, like, I'm, like, calling yourself a DJ for me, it's, um, it's a privilege. I don't think people respect the craft of a as a DJ, well, a lot of people are respecting it now during the lockdown. They see yeah. how important DJs are. Uh, but I think there was a long period where people didn't really respect a DJ. And, you know, I I perfected my craft, and I'm not going to lie. I perfected my craft probably the last two years, bro, mm -hmm. where I can actually now hold my own in any arena. Like, I was saying it to someone, oh, DJ Simple Simon, I was saying it to him yesterday. Like, he's a DJ, him, he's a Scotty B, phenomenal DJs. I can never call myself a DJ if I can't do can't some do of that. Can, you understand what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think there, I started, I've done a gig at Rum Kitchen. Yeah. Where I had a DJ for five hours with no mic. So me being such a phenomenal host, I could, you know, select tunes, drop tunes. Because in the dark, in the bashment field, you don't have to be a great scratcher and whatever. Yeah, it's just selecting, it's selecting. Now to select tunes, drop them, and talk on the mic. Yeah. So when I played in Rum Kitchen, big up to rum, the Rum Kitchen staff, I had to, you know, DJ with no mic for mm. five hours. So that was like, <laughs> oh, me. Oh, me. <laughs> That's not that you got thrown into the deep end there. I literally got thrown into the, into the deep end. But the good thing about that is Rum Kitchen is a restaurant stroke wine bar. Yep. So it's not like a head-on club where you have to be super on point. So I actually started to learn. I used to watch, you know, the likes of like Andy P, especially. Mm -hmm. Big up to Andy P. Andy P's doing the most right now, man. Like, 
you know what? Like, I, see, I'm one of those people. I'm not afraid to big people up. You know, some people think it takes away from their shine. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm yeah. that person. So big up to DJ Andy P. I watch him, and I've been, you know, try to study him and try to <laughs> copy and let me let me try that. And I'll be at home and I'll be practicing what Andy P's doing. So yeah, you know, but I'm not afraid to kind of to say, you know, and you know, well, I mean, that's how you're gonna learn. DJ, Bro, that's the only way you can learn. And but before when I was younger, I was a bit more arrogant because I was such a dope host. I didn't yeah. need to learn because no one could touch me on the mic, no one. So mm-hmm. I didn't need to learn until I had to. Learn. Until you had to learn. Until <laughs> you got thrown into me. the deep end like that. Oh, I got thrown into the deep end. So that's why I could never call myself DJ back yeah. then because I I was I would be a fraud if I was called out on it. I would be a fraud. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so you've kind of you've kind of thrown me off guard because you've taken all of my questions. I was gonna ask. (laughs) I got loads. I got loads more. I got loads more. (laughs) So, from the Napa days, how have you got from Napa to DJ and to Fresh Island Fest and all of that stuff? Like, what's what's been the journey for you? There is it more networking or is it been? Alright, so there's there's two parts to it. Your network. Is your network. Network, yeah. You see that? If you can implement that into your into your craft, you'll be fine. And then sometimes you just gotta be a good soul and a good people in this and and, and um and be able to network, man. You know, mm-hmm. and be sometimes and sometimes a touch of luck. Yeah. Because I wanna send a shout out to the new school rules um team. So I DJ in uh, in, in Holland at least okay. once a year. Um at a, a music festival over there called New School Rules. And that's where I actually got to see. Um, I actually got to to meet the Fresh Island guys. Okay. So I met the Fresh Island guys, you know, and something about Amsterdam and drink and weed and you know, what I mean? something. <laughs> all of it, that. all of the stuff. Mate, something about that place, bro. It connects people. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, those guys. I want to send a shout out to Fat Philly. And DJ Bizzle, some of the two of the organizers, they're my brothers. Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're my brothers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Amy. And you're gone. Sorry, oh, you're... sorry. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. Back. did you sorry. get that? Yeah, uh, no, I didn't get, I didn't get the last bit. What, what were you yeah, so, so cut, cut a long story short. Cut a long story short. In that environment, they became my brothers. Yeah, and um, we started chopping it up and doing business outside of um, DJing. And see, yeah. a lot of it is about relationships and thinking about other things, thinking out the box and doing other things, man. Definitely. Um, so, what, what's been the highlight of your career so far? Um. I think you know some something. No, actually, no. I, I, I was gonna say DJing in America, but I think DJing in, in Jamaica, man. Mm-hmm. DJing in Jamaica, your hometown, Kingston, basically. You know, but but at both, it's not. But it's, you know, I was gonna say Sierra Leone, but I remember last two years ago it was I want to DJ in Africa. I want to DJ in Sierra Leone in my own yeah. right, not with not with an artist. Not really, you know, like being an artist DJ. No disrespect to artist DJs, but I wanted to I'm be... I'm going to get on to that I topic wanted, as well. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be there in my own right. So it was yeah. silly, but something about Jamaica, man. I was in Jamaica, in Kingston, New Year's Eve, 
with the yardies and a standalone British guy mm -hmm. with the foot like with the with the with the real guys that if you're not good, they will let you know. You yeah, know? they'll yeah. Mate, I had the privilege. I was nervous <laughs> as hell, you know what I mean. But a little help with Uncle Ray and his nephew Rum. Um, yeah, bro. I went to I went to No Fair Zone, man, and it was just great getting a, yeah. a good feedback. And shout out to my family, girl who was over there, and my boys, one of, a couple of my boys, and you know what I mean. It was it was amazing, bro. So it, that was, was the, that's amazing. the highlight for you. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was it was yeah, man. Like I've done festivals. I've done like it's funny enough. I've done big things like. Um, Red Bull Culture Clash. I've been, I've done, okay. I've done it at uh, Wembley with Wiz Khalifa. I've done it in Atlanta with yeah. uh, um, it was a disturb in London. Um, yeah, done Atlanta. Done. Yeah, that was a highlight. Yeah, that's quite good, and it was big and grand, so on and so forth. But there was no place like playing in the shows, man. Playing in Jamaica, playing in the in in mm. right in the roots of it. Yeah, so what man. would you say your main genre is as a DJ? I'll say, bro, I'm an open format. You can't put Mr. Play in a box, bro. Anything from Abba to Shabba, bro, I'll play it. Okay. But, like, okay. you haven't got, like, a main genre of that. Because, you know, some DJs Abba. will be like, I'm an urban DJ. Nah, bro, listen, no, nah, but I can't say that because I'll go to Switzerland and play. And, you know, I'll do the whole hip-hop thing. I yeah. can go to New Orleans and play. I might have to play real down south trap hip-hop. But then I can go and play in Brixton and play Bashment because I grew up around that. But I can play candy and have everyone doing the candy dance for literally half an hour. Literally. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, so I can, so, yeah, bro, I can't, I can't pigeonhole myself from on this, mm. and I repeat, you know. So, touching on the subject of, tour, like, artists, tour DJs and uh, artist DJs, so, like, yeah. what what's your take on that? Would you ever want to be one or were you one or? You know, I had a taste of it, didn't like it. It's not me. You know, in my, but, but I done it when I was already doing what I was doing anyway. Do you understand what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't think I needed to do it. Yeah. Um, and if I do do it, it will be maybe it will be for the either for the artists I work with and I manage, or one of my I, just if I'm there and it's a more nostalgia more. In fact, playing all the jump on, but mm -hmm. to go out and and um become an artist DJ you'd have to pay me shit loads of money yeah. yeah or I'd rather an up and coming DJ who's a lot more hungry than me I'd rather give them give them that do you understand mm -hmm. what I mean a lot, yeah, of, yeah, lot of DJs, a lot of DJs do it to to travel to see the world to 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 do things that they may not do usually but I'm quite blessed and lucky that I'm doing it on my own back as Mr. Play. Mm -hmm. So you would rather, like, the so, artist, if you were DJing that night and the artist just came down and you were like, okay, I have to play for them, instead of <clears throat> being their actual uh, DJ? The official DJ. Yeah, the official, you know, DJ, the official yeah. DJ, yeah. No, like I said, it's not, that's not really me, bro. Like, I, like I'm, a, I'm, I'm an artist in my own right as well. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to knock anyone doing it, and I respect the DJs that do that. Um, yeah. I think... I think, um, you know, I don't know how much artist DJs get these days. I've heard a couple of rumours, and I think the record labels and the artists should pay them more, because if yep. not for the DJ, you know, if it's not for the DJ, sometimes your set will be shit. But there's, there's, there's an, an argument, there's an yeah, argument that 
the uh, artist DJ doesn't, they're not like the people aren't there to see the DJ. And there's there's only there's only a couple DJs that actually people want to see as well as the artist, but more so it's just the artist. So there's an argument which is like, well, if you're an artist DJ, you're kind of just traveling around. Cool. No, but no, no guess what? You know what it is? That's yeah. it's very true. People do. No, that's, that's, a, that's a fair argument. And it's, it's very true. You go to see, your art, you go to see um, the artist. Yeah. So, so, but but what but what I will say to that is, if the DJ is not valued, don't book him then. Let's mm. see how you let's see how you get on without the DJ. without a DJ. Yeah. So unless you're a great live performer, which not a lot not a lot of people are, yeah, or you're gonna run a track from the from the house PA system, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to need a DJ. And I don't and I think DJs will be taken seriously if there was a DJ union, yeah, yeah. and everyone decided, all right, cool. You know what, guys. Let's not. If they don't value us, let's stop. Let's. Stop it's because no, no, no one takes DJing as a job though nowadays. That's the thing. No one really sees it as a job or production or whatever. No one really sees that as a full, like full time job. Yeah, well, I, I do it full time. I've been blessed, so mm-hmm. I only can speak for myself. It's a full time yep. for me. Do you understand what I mean? Uh, I do. Now I went through it. I've gone into artist management, and you know, do a few concerts here and there. But it's my it's my it's my hustle so it can be you know i i i am a part of a dj collective called the union djs in america so i watch a lot of what they do yeah i watch a lot of what they do and i think that djs over there are very are very much more appreciated than they are Mm -hmm. over here i feel like over there i mean different cultures as well right Mm. um yeah but like how, how yeah yeah How's it? How's it DJing over there? So obviously, you're probably one of the only UK DJs or that I know personally. <laughs> like I know, have DJed over there. So there's a few DJs like that's gone over there and DJed. Like you've got DJ Jonesy, DJ Friction. So yeah. I, you know, uh, I, I couldn't help but what's pre in your gram last week and DJ saying that there's now a DJ. They are yeah. just because that individual doesn't know them. Like. Either do your research or don't comment on it. Like, if I'm yeah. not too sure about something, I'm not going to comment because then you've got someone like me who you go on my Instagram and you can see that I DJ. Yeah. Over and then kind of makes your argument look dead. You know what mm. I mean? And, and you know, I'm one of those people I like to research and see what's really happening. See what's going on. Yeah. And you know what? I want to send a shout out to um, Cyril Storm Party that makes a great, that made a great point in the comment. He said, artist DJ set the tone of the show. Yeah, definitely. We're going to a concert. And the DJ doesn't play. Have you seen people stand there doing nothing, listening to background music? So they need to respect and salute the DJ, man. Definitely. But how's the vibe over there? Is it totally different to UK scene? Okay. So DJ in America. Right. So I've DJed in Atlanta. I've DJed in New Orleans. DJed in New York. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to DJ in LA this year. LA. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, DJing. I've also DJed in, in, in Texas as well. Okay. It's, 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 you have to be on the ground and know the culture. You can't just go there and think you can DJ because there's mm-hmm. certain tunes you're going to need to know. You know, like over here, yeah. Candy is that go-to song to really get yeah, the yeah. Party. In America, they have their own equivalent. You've got Cupid's Shuffle, you've got Swag Surf, you've got past the trade there's certain areas that's got and you've got different parts of america that have their own different music like yeah that's DC, what i was gonna say yeah. yeah dc's got 
they're legendary music like Gobo music. Mm-hmm. You've got Chicago with the Steppers. You've got the South with the Southern, the sub, Southern music. Do you understand yeah. what I mean? So you have to be on the ground and really know the culture. Like it's not just hip hop and R and B. No, no, you got to go there and and you know what I will say is that um, commercial bashment is a universal language. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Mr. Vegas, the Sean Pauls. There's and I think you can go anywhere in the world and kind of get away with with a certain amount of that. Yeah. yeah, you understand what I mean. But if you like go over there and play hip hop, believe me, know your hip hop because you're, you're going to the land of hip hop, so you gotta know your shit. You yeah. understand what I mean? <clears throat> you and gotta know everything in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you've actually got to go to different parts and know your shit, bro. It's because, I mean? that's the thing it's like the states as well different state systems are different things different and like different clashes as well with music and all of that it's not yeah. like UK where parts of the UK listen to different things most of the UK listens to roughly the same thing yeah 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 I know but they know because you know the, the south if you go to, to Atlanta which I spend a lot of a lot of my days and years if you go there it's southern music bro you're mm-hmm. not gonna, you're gonna you might get a Drake you might get a meat meal. Jay Z's legendary, and yeah. you know Kanye. It's drip. This literally drips. But you're gonna get a full southern set. It's like France. You know, like in mm-hmm. France, the law is seventy percent French music. Yeah, thirty percent other. So in the south, it's very, it's very southern. Uh, East coast is more leaning to to, mm-hmm. to you know the the, the commercial the side. Yeah, do you understand what I mean? And then yeah. east, and in the west coast, you've got like the mustard runs the airwaves. You know what I mean? West and coast is they... totally different to like the rest of America. That's the right. thing. Like west coast right. is totally different. And there you go. Yeah. And then yeah. you got the DMV. You know, like you got the Midwest, the Nellies. Yeah, Yeah, but it's really right now the South is running it. You know? Well, mm. the biggest rapper is not even from America. He's from Canada. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> Oh. To that two, three, three of the biggest people right now, probably all from Canada. There you go. Like, so, you got yeah. Bieber, you got Lanes, Drake, like, all of them lot. Bro, Canada. you can go, well, see, see, this is the music connoisseur in me. You can go even back before that. Yeah. Um, Celine Dion. Yeah. Michael, Michael Bublé. They're, mm-hmm. they're Canadians. It's, it's crazy, like, when you see that, because not all of them actually originated from California or from different parts of America. Oh. It's, it's mainly no. Canada. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, but I think reason why I think the reason why probably Drake's probably one of the best rappers in the world is I think he's um you know a, a I feel like he Canada, can connect with the time, but Canada is a British colony. It's mm-hmm. also is it partly French, but I'm, I'm sorry. I'm one second, um, someone someone just said, "Can we ask questions?" Yeah, just put it in the questions box and then I'll answer it. Yeah. So. um yeah, it's a British, it's a British um, colony. So I think he was able to kind of identify with our with, with with our culture because Canada is partly a part of us. Do you yeah. understand what I mean? Look at go go Canada and spend their money. You're gonna see the Queen on there. So you know, Sonny right. He does his research, and obviously a lot of Jamaican influence in there. Um, it's next door to America, so you know. But obviously, you know, he should be one of the greatest. But you know, mm. some of the Americans, you know, I think. Especially New York, they're very. They think New York is the world, and and it's not. And you know, no disrespect to my DJ brothers and stuff. But <laughs> a, lot of them, 
especially over, over there, a lot of the, you know they think this New York can, you know, I, sometimes and again, no shots, shots. Some of them might see this and have something to say. I think they still think this is the nineties where you know it's still West Coast, West Coast. I mean, sorry, mm-hmm. East Coast, East Coast. And it's not that no more, man. It's not. Is this, do you think there's still like a little clash between East Coast and West Coast music? Or do you think it's well, kind of no, done? Do you think that's no, I, don't think, I, I don't think so, because the South is running it. Yeah. So, you can't. You'd be clashing between yourselves. Mm. You know? So there's a... Well, it's a G2 for UK Funky coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, UK Funky. Ah, uh, mate. That's a, a bit of sweet time for me. A bit of sweet time for me. You know what? It was, it was, it was. I had some great times in that, in that um, element. Uh, it can come back. Yeah. But uh, uh, you know, it, it, it will take a collective of people to do it. <laughs> Talk about them days for a minute. <laughs> oh mate. Yeah. Now there's, a, you know, he's trying to draw me out. There's certain questions people want answered. <laughs> Why? What's what these questions? <laughs> questions? Oh mate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know what, like UK Funkies, yeah, that that still that will still be there. It will still be relevant, but I don't know if it will come back. You know what, it could it, it, it could come back, but it needs. I I think that it needs more than one person to do it. It needs yeah. a whole collective, because I ain't gonna lie, there was no sweeter vibe than UK Funky, bro. Mm-hmm. No sweeter vibe, like anyone who was in Napa those times, and just, you know, the uh, I'd say two thousand and seven to 2010 uk funky was just the sweetest vibe bro the sun the the, the energy simple lyrics simple flows you know that literally that literally like says what uk funky is man and mm-hmm. yeah like it, i think what started to happen like the the old rappers or the grime heads started to draw them out and say yeah. well you're not lyrical though you're not lyrical <laughs> and I think a lot of the funky heads they would you know try and do um what some of the grime and rap heads are doing and you know that's i think that's where it went downhill because funky is simple it's easy listening it's vibes it's the beat it's Definitely. you know speech parties and pool and pool vibes exactly that and you know and, and the reason why i think it could work is because some of the music can, it, some of the music out now is, is quite aggressive, man. It's quite aggressive. No one, that's what I was literally going to say. It's quite like, angry, man. I'm going to hug some of these people, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's something you can't, like, literally what DJs were saying as well with Instagram lives with them doing their live sets and stuff. Like, yeah. no one can listen to two hours of straight hip-hop and R&B. People nah, want to listen to, like, no. Bashment and Dancehall and everything like that but, as well. So. But you know what, though? You say that, but people can listen to loads of house. Yeah, people can hours. listen to like two, three hours of house just straight. House. I couldn't do it. House. I couldn't do it. House has got different genres. So if you look at some of the some of the DJs that's really capitalising on the IG lives, yeah. what music are they playing? Well, it, de- it depends because there's fashion. a couple. There is a couple though. House. There is a couple. There are a couple DJs who are playing dancehall and they've got like 6k in the last two weeks from playing dancehall, literally. But then you've got some people that's playing house music. So if, that's what I'm trying to say. So if it's not the yeah. dancehall, it's the house. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've got Continental GT doing house. Like, right. got all these DJs doing house. So you've got DJ Lani. you got DJ Lani who's yeah. smashing the shit out of it. You know what I mean? He's smashing out it, the yeah. Bashman. So, yeah. Are you, are, you, are you planning on doing Instagram lives or are you kind of... 
Yeah, well, I'm a bit. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm, I'm bougie. I've done a few live lives on different platforms. Yeah. But it's because it, it's because I'm a businessman, bro. Like, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a businessman. So <laughs> like, touching, so touching on that, are you like representing any brands or anything like while you're DJing or doing anything? Yeah, well, House of Mo Rum Kitchen, House of Mali. Uh -huh. So I'm a big shout to House D um, House of Mali crew who sent me some great speakers and headphones. So <laughs> I, I represent them when I when I play. And okay. um, Rum Kitchen crew, I get my get my delivery free food and they they pay me quite nicely. So I pick up the crew. And um, I think I might start doing it on, uh, I've got an old school platform called Boombox. Mm -hmm. So I might start playing it on, doing it live on the Boombox as opposed to okay. Mr. Because yeah. I don't want to dishonor the DJs and, you know, do something <laughs> that, that's not, that's not me. That so going back to like the America, uh, DJing America, is there a state like that you yeah. really want to DJ uh, in or city you want to DJ in? Um, I want to, I want to DJ in... LA and Miami. Yeah, Miami, yeah. yeah. And I wanna do I wanna yeah, I wanna do I will do like, like, God willing, I will DJ in LA and, and Miami. Um, it's just I just need to get over this Rona stuff. Shout out to uh, Mark Ryder, I see you. Shout out to DJ Cos, I see you bro. Um yeah man. So I will DJ in those places, you know. <laughs> and I hope more UK people come out and DJ with me, man. Well, I'm, I'm going to try, try network now. I'm going to oh. try network with you. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you know, can, can I be honest with you? Yeah. That's, like, if we were to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Americans, yeah, yeah, toe-to-toe, -to -toe, we'll give them a run for their money, bro. I'm not asking Definitely, you. definitely. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, bro. You know? And we know, and the beautiful thing what we have, we're well-rounded. We know, mm. we know, we know their culture. They don't know fuck all about They us, don't know bro. about UK culture at all. Because like no. you, what they only know about Stormzy ish, like, and then bro, about I'll be honest, you know what, bro? Yes and no. They don't like again. That's another argument. That's an argument for another day. They don't really give a shit about UK music. Yeah. If I'm honest, you know, but there's some people. There's some, and I remember again, I'm speaking through talking to DJ that's underground, people that break people's records. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. And they don't sometimes understand us. And also, some of the people that represent us over there are not taken seriously in their in in their hometown anyway. So when you got Neeks representing us, the real ones who are over there don't won't take us seriously Definitely. because Neeks are the ones who kind of screaming UK. That makes any sense. I'm trying to be respectful. See, like, US come to Say again. And then you see like UK uh, US coming over to UK and doing like production with UK artists and stuff because. It's a different sound for them. Oh, you mean no? So, also, oh, you mean like you like shout out to my boy JB just produced for yeah, my boy JB just produced for French Montana oh, okay, and, nice. and Drake. So big up to JB, yes, my boy. Yeah, wow. well, um, well, that's oh, that's the whole draw argument which yeah. me and my friends have been having for a long while. So yeah, I think you know what? I think we produce better than them. I think they master their records better than us. See, mixing like and mastering, yeah. Mixing and mastering are so important in finishing, in finishing your in your finished product. Yeah, bro. Because, bro, like if some of our production compared to theirs, like they're slap. 
and it's just down to the mixing, bro. Not because I think it's shit. also because they've got a massive, like their population is massive, right? Compared yeah. to us, they can easily expand to do- so many different states, and then states can go to different countries, like around Canada, and then like we can't go to Spain, uh, Spain or France or whatever. You know what I mean? What, like, but why not? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know why art- artists haven't though. Bro, you gotta think. You can't think of the UK as the UK. You gotta yeah. think of the United States of Europe, bro. Mm-hmm. You gotta think of Europe, and that's again. That's why I go to DJ in France, Croatia, Switzerland. You know, you understand what I mean, bro? Like the yeah. world's bigger than America, bro. Don't and I, and that's been my vision from playing in shops back in 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 in, in Brixton. Yeah. I always like. I remember a wise man once told me the world's bigger than the ends. And I never that never left me. The world's bigger than the ends, bro. And if Definitely. everyone's going right, sometimes you can go left, bro. Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and if you can go left and get the whole of Europe, that's when you've got a voice, bro. Like London's cool, but London's the gateway to Europe. But if you can get your European fans, that's why I'm loving UK rap right now and UK gram and even the drill boys because it's mm-hmm. starting to it's starting to it's starting to take out. off. Like you're seeing them in the top charts now. Like there you go. There you go. Do you understand what I mean? But big up D Money, one of the pioneers, and, and Mellow Prime Time. Well, you got some okay. legends. In, you got legends in there, bro. Yeah. So I understand, like the mix, mixing and mastering is a big thing as well. But yes, I'm gonna give you this question. Then why is it that UK cannot touch America though? Why is it apart why from not, mixing? What? what no, when you say UK can't touch America, you're okay, talking well, about production or DJs? Because I tell you, I kid you not, mm. a lot of DJs over here will toast them, bro. So probably pro- pro- production, production, bro. I think, I, bro. I think no. I think we can still touch them, bro. Like you got to understand. Bro. Look at you got look like look at soul to soul. Yeah. Look at Omar. Look at loose ends, bro. When you look, when you think about like music, soul child and Maxwell. Who do you think they look up to, bro? They look True, up yeah, to yeah. our household names. Omar. Omar's a legend to them over there, bro. But sometimes. Us and that corner-minded behaviour, like the, my dad used to say to me, um, so Bible scripture, a prophet is never respected in his hometown. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and, and what that means is, sometimes you don't respect what you have, bro. Sometimes you have to leave the nest and blow up elsewhere. And then come back and, and then people, home, people respect you. Know? you. Lo- lo- loads of people done that, bro. Loads of people yeah. done, loads of done it. still done it. So, I'll just send a shout-out to G- a DJ. In, he was in the group called DJ G Money. Mm-hmm. Um, he started my, my first time on pirate radio's his station baseline um 97.9 you gotta do your research on that bro research yeah. research yeah, 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 yeah. and like that bred so much dope djs and i don't think g money was valued how he should have been mm-hmm. so he went on to bbc one extra yeah um now he's the king of kenya bro now I see a lot of people begging it with G and oh yeah G might but I remember man I remember I can't it anyway let's 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 leave that <laughs> let's leave that it's like we got time that. bro we got time, it's cool. got time. <laughs> that's my own personal opinion still that's my own personal opinion but so yeah. I'm gonna ask ask a it's not personal personal but like yeah, how have you had to like deal with kind of your friendship group and circle whilst like as you've been blowing up kind of going around the country and people changed around you if they kind of kept the same like you're the same person Any- or uh, you know what right i need to send a shout out to my dad yeah my my pop my, my pops is my best friend mm-hmm. and i think 
growing him, him because I've been again, like I said, I was raised by my dad. Him stepping up and and us telling me life lessons because you yeah. know sometimes your son, sometimes yeah. once to get through it, you got to go through it. And he that feels it knows it. So a lot of the things he used to tell me, I never really got. I kind of think, Dad, are you a hater or like why are you not letting me live or so on and so forth. He prepared me for my journey without me knowing. Do you understand what I mean? Without mm -hmm. me knowing, and I've, I've, I've lost a lot of good friends, man. I lost a lot of friends, some down to my myself and my ego, uh, you know. But when you've got loads of egos in one in in one pot, sometimes it's it's not good. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I've lost a lot of a lot of good friends, um, but I'm also blessed that I've made a lot of great friends um, around the world. And, you know, some people are there for a reason and some people are there for a season. Um, and I think you become, you, 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 you receive what you are. I don't know if you're like one of those yeah. energy type of people. Yeah, I, I believe that what's meant to be yours will, won't pass you. Do you understand mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I do reminisce, funny enough, when, you know, G2 <laughs> talks about funky house. I do reminisce yeah. on some great days and some memories, but... They are all life lessons for, for uh, yeah, well, you never lose real friends. Very true, <laughs> very true. Um, yeah, I think the, the life lessons, and they prepared me for the journey, like, now, you know. And uh, I, I, a lot of, I come, I come across crossroads where I'm like, you know what, this is when back in 08, my ego kicked in and I lost something great. Right, let me just not say nothing now and it worked out for the best and we went on to make magic and make money <laughs> that's what it's all about when it comes Definitely. to <laughs> so another discussion point here so i've been doing this on all my lives with the djs and seeing yeah. what everyone's uh <clears throat> thoughts are on on this so what's your kind of take on reality tv stars and people with a big following let's say in gym work and stuff yeah. uh i don't know influencers uh just kind of going into DJing but because they've got I'd say like what 500,000 followers or a million followers or whatever it's easy for them to get gigs what's your take on that is that because like do you think it's wrong to do that because no, bro, you know what it's, 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 it's business at the end of the day but like it, it, it's they will soon get caught out eventually there's something playing in the shops yeah in the old school dance there's something about the lessons the teaching the nostalgia yeah, yeah, which you can't like those reality DJs. Like I hear them play an old school set or a slow jam set, and you can see that like, they don't really know their shit. Do you understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like the cream will always ride to the top, though. Yeah, someone said. Yeah, someone said like the fake ones won't last, basically. Yeah, the fake ones won't last, and they get bored. They move on. You know, it's, and it's, with it's reality, marketing. Yeah, reality TV, bro. Like it's a conveyor belt. It's a yeah. conveyor belt system. They hype today until they make a next one next week, and then they get, and then they're no longer current. The new reality star is, because uh, like, like, do you remember who won X Factor last year? I was, I didn't watch X Factor, but did you, but I remembered when it was Leona Lewis or Alexandra Burke. Yeah, and after that, I tuned out. Now, you yeah, don't yeah, know, that's literally it. Like, so no one, so that shows it's a whole, it's, it's microwave, bro. So this it's a conveyor belt, disposable. So here today, gone tomorrow. No one gives a shit. But the real yeah, ones will see them. You may not have the mass numbers, but you will have foundation. <laughs> it's always <a> stupidness. <laughs> I 
I, I mean, it's, 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 it's just marketing for them, right? Like, it's annoying in a way because, like, there's so many DJs who can get that job that they got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're just kind of taking it up, but you can't really do anything about it. That's the scene. Um, but that they soon, when they notice that they can't rock the crowd or keep the vibe, yeah, they get rid of them. They get rid of them, bro. So, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't say worry about that. I would say master your craft, study your craft, and... and Learn good business, man. Learn business. So, I feel like these are your tips anyway, but what three tips would you give to DJs right now to keep active in the scene? Um, it's, in, what, in this, in this um, COVID-19 lockdown time? No, no, no. Just like, just in general. Just in general to keep active in the scene, keep, keep known. Okay, yeah. Well, I'll say um, your network is your network, you know. Um, yeah, network with people. Um, perfect your craft. And 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 study and and study the game. Like know the mm -hmm. history of it. Um, yeah, know the history and don't be so judgmental and have fun. DJing is about having fun, you know. There's a yeah, lot definitely. of serious cats. There's a lot of serious cats in DJing. <laughs> there's sometimes I've gone to clubs and there's certain DJs that don't wanna. You know they're mixing and they're, they're sat. Their set time. Their set time ends at two a.m. Yeah. And you're the next DJ. And I'm not going to, you know, I, me personally, if he wants to do the whole of my set and I not play one record, I don't care because I'm still getting paid. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, have fun, guys, man. Like, it's, it, it, it's, like music is, a, is therapeutic. Music is there to, to ease the mind, the body, and so on, bring people together and have fun, man. So, yeah, just have fun with it. So I'm going to touch on what you just said as well. So, like, have you had any incidences with that where, DJs like okay, so with warm up DJs not doing their job, or yes. with a DJ playing all the bangers or playing all the big tunes before you're even on, which is prime time or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your take on that? Yeah, but to be honest with you, I don't mind that. And this is where again, I would can't stop talking about playing in the shubs mm -hmm. and or, or, or and the, the base the teaching of baseline radio. Yeah, like when you're open format DJ, you can go open format. You can you don't have to. Go with, I can go old school, bro. Do you understand? I can go regular. <laughs> I can, like, I can play bangers from 10 years ago, 20, 20 years ago, and still rock a party. And the hosting skills would help you present that to the audience and getting them prepared for the journey you're about to take them on. But if you're not used to holding the mic or you don't have um, uh, 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 a good a good selector, I mean, a good a mic on with you, you could get stuck. But I'm a person now, I will confront the promoter. Like, God, yeah. do your job. Like, go sort, go. Like, I'm not going to talk to talk to the DJs. It's not my job. It's not my gig. Now, if I'm a promoter, the DJ will be removed. Yeah. But if I have to fill in because now I can DJ, I can, and funny enough, that's how it came about. I started DJing because a DJ didn't do their job. And we had to fill, and they didn't adhere to my, to my dress code. It was, it was pajamas, and they didn't wear pajamas. And I couldn't let the DJ in because if I then, so I used to do a legendary pajama party. No okay. one touched, plays pajama parties. No <laughs> one, no one. I had a thousand people wearing pajamas. Those who know, know, you know. Um, and are you gonna bring that back? Uh, do you know what? Funny enough, I've had some people asking me. I don't you want to do it after quarantine. <laughs> you, you lot can, you lot, you lot can like. 
and love them, give me love hearts some more. I don't know if I'm going to do it. <laughs> you should do it. I'm, I'm, I'm going yeah. to talk to you about that one now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, um, what was I saying? What was the question again? Like, no, like, no, like, no, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so, so basically, the DJ, <laughs> these guys are killing me. <laughs> yeah, um, the DJ, um, yeah, the DJ didn't, wore, wore a tracksuit, yeah, basically. Yeah. And it was like touch and go. Do I let this DJ in in the tracksuit? But then if you let one person in and they see you, that's an mm. argument. So then I told the DJ no. And me not letting the DJ in wearing pajamas was a big statement to the audience. So they're like, no nah, man, like even his DJ couldn't get in. So then you know you had cab drivers dropping girls in negligee to the party yeah. and said, what type of party is that pajama party can we pay to come in and i'm talking i've seen i've seen the cabman in his boxer shorts his brown shoes his gray socks and his vest and have the time of his life anyone who's been to my pajama parties they know bro they were certified militant <laughs> yeah yeah and then what happened is you know when i stopped doing it you know some people tried to do pajama parties afterwards and then they kind of reason why I don't think it worked is because they were they done it for the money, mm -hmm. so they had a big queue, but then half the dance was in tracksuits and and you know jeans. Yeah, and that's what happened, man. And so mine worked well because everyone I didn't care, you know what I mean. I don't care if it's if it's family. If you're not wearing pajamas, you can't come in. And that was my rule, and I stuck by it even when it was. I remember the very first pajama party, bro. I had about two hundred people outside, and only about 26 people inside the party but you know why because the 26 people inside the party had pajamas had pajamas and the other 200 they couldn't come in and as a good host you had to let the people know look guys i could jab this dance if if, if i want to right let other people in but then you that's made an effort i'm holding the mic mm -hmm. i remember it like it was yesterday <laughs> you who made the effort that's doing you injustice yeah and then you know and we like 27 of us we party, bro, until until we finished at about three thirty. That's how and it's got then, to be. This is got, right. you got to make a statement. Yeah, it's but, a I statement. Took an L, but I took an L. Yeah. But what happened was, next one, bro, two hundred people came in, in in pajamas, and then you know started to do more. Bro, I remember. I they learned from their mistakes, like, bro. Two. I remember. I, I think it was what year was it? I think it was two thousand and five, like about thousand people in pajamas bro and i looked at that crossed my hands and said yeah boy yeah plays pajama party <laughs> no one no, no one touched it since so you gotta do that now you gotta do it you gotta do it it's gotta come back it's this year if we're out of quarantine by the end of the year then you're, you gotta do it uh, we'll see how it goes i'm on, <laughs> <see how> it <laughs> goes. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the lineup already that's what <laughs> If I do it, bro, yeah, you'll be first on the bill. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when when like DJs kind of, not I, okay, I wouldn't say ruin, but kind of mess around with the set, right? So like they're not doing their job properly. Um, do you kind of restart the night and do you kind of just set like kind of literally just reset everything and just slow it down and then come back up? Or yeah, you can do yeah sometimes. And you know what it is. Remember, a lot of the I think there's a disconnect with the generation the dj generation i think there's a little disconnect like i don't think you know you've got the old school djs that don't show love to the new school djs yeah. 
and there's like uh you know the, the youngsters don't really have no ogs to come and talk to and you know be around and see how they warm up a dance you know you know the start the peak and then the you know the the, the warm down slow jams out it's like these like these don't even play slow jams no more like that is impeccable that that's a slow jams in the dance is a must bro you have to include slow jams in a party. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Like, you need that because there's nothing ends a dance better than slow jams, bro. Like, you could have the hypest night, slow it down with some music. You slow it down, yeah. That, that get rid of all violence, yeah. of all trouble, because you're going to find the girl and the... <laughs> do your thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Trust me. Have you ever had problems with like playing a song and like it had to be shut off because of like artist violence or because of like a rivalry between something? Oh, or... God, yeah. Back in the day, Lethal B, man, pow, uh, pow. We, we couldn't play that. That used to be a that used to be oh, that used to be a shutdown dance mm. <laughs> tune. Yeah, so there was a point when we couldn't play that. But you know, I wasn't a DJ; I was a host. What uh -huh. I do, I, play, I played it anyway. You know, and <laughs> I think I think. I think one year I. I'm quite bro. Oh right, so you just went for a sec. Yeah, I said I actually played pow, and yeah. got the candy dance, and I made the crowd do the candy dance to pow. Wow, wow. <laughs> only, 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 only a great host can do that, bro. But yeah, but then, <laughs> but what, what I showed the what I showed the um, promoters, and I think police. I think was it what was it in Leicester or I forgot where it was. That it's not like. Music don't kill people. Music don't kill people, bro. You might have the few idiots that might start, but music don't music don't kill people. Because you listen to some of this heavy metal stuff, they talk about biting heads off pigeons. They talk about slit, yeah, slitting wrists, like slitting wrists and some weird shit. Do you understand what I mean? So it's not music don't kill people, man. People kill people. Definitely. <clears throat> so yeah, we got Esther in the building. Yeah. So, is there any artists that you've DJed with who you thought were like? the sickest ones that you've done a set with or is there an artist you want to do a set with or anything like that well i'm looking forward to doing a, uh, to doing a set with the artist i look after h maneda one of the best rappers in the country and alana maria r&b <laughs> sensation i'm looking i'm looking forward to just having fun with with with, with my clients because they're mm -hmm. like they're like family so yeah but who i i think i enjoyed working with Wiz khalifa yeah. Um, enjoyed working with Wiz. He, he he's dope. And Fecky, Fecky, when he, like when me and Fecky, like he, he's my boy. When we done some shows back in the day, man, like he's a great live festival type artist. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He he he's like a walker flocker energy. Like you have to see Fecky live in a festival to really appreciate him as a as as an artist. That's what I will say. Yeah, we had fun. We, we, we'd always have problems when he will be throwing water, throwing water on my laptop. I was like, nah, I can't do this sort of shit. Fuck that. This shit costs money, boy. I'd, I'd like to DJ for Gets, though. Like, Gets, Gets would be so sick to DJ for. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Boy, I, I always said to Gets and Fecky that Fecky, Tempati, and Gets should do the energy, the energy um, show or the energy concert because mm. that would be a dope ass concert. Yeah. So yeah, man.
like so I'm, I'm, I'm in I'm in awe for like that, you know. Like you know, Rude Kids doing the most with gets like yeah, yeah. the wheel ups are crazy. Oh mate, but get uh, have you met gets before? No, I've never met gets before. Oh bro, like gets is just a he's just a he's just a, gets is just a vibe. You can't be around gets and not and not and not get gas, bro. He he feeds gas. He just gasses yeah, me whenever yeah. I watch the videos. It just gets I just get gassed. Bro, when I see Getz and Kano, when I see them, Getz, you can see Getz's infectiousness when Kano is on the stage with him. He gasses Kano where Kano does, Kano's a very laid back person, but yep. when Getz is there, bro, Getz just brings it out of you. So, yeah, man, big up to Getz. Yeah, man. So, um, has there been a set for you where you've walked away and you were like, this was the best thing I've ever done in my life, like, this, this set was up there? Like, and which one? I've had loads of those, bro. I've had loads. <laughs> okay, what? Well, I'll give you two, two, two. Um, put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, New Orleans Essence Festival, uh -huh. great set. And Switzerland, man. What was it about them two? Switzerland. It was. Winning the hearts of people that don't even know who the hell you are. Mm -hmm. There was something about, you know, DJing for people that don't know you and then, you know, starting to follow you afterwards, wanting to know your name, and they became real supporters. I don't say fans, I hate that word. Supporters. And yeah, that I think that was dope. You now sometimes when you the crew that the era that I grew up in, like, there was talent everywhere. So you don't really stand out because you're all talented. Do you understand what I mean? But when you go to other countries, you see how talented you and your friends are. Yeah. I was talking to a DJ yesterday and I said, yo, bro, like, why aren't you, man, traveling more and doing more internationally? Because you look better than me, bro. You know what I mean? You look better than me. And that, you know, do you understand what I mean? I mm. think, yeah, just winning crowds over that don't know you, that's, that's great for me. Bro, uh, that's, what's the plans for you after quarantine, like? Obviously, LA was supposed to happen. So, what, what, what's what's the plans? Um, um, after quarantine, well, I actually enjoyed staying still, bro. It gave me a chance to kind of reflect, um, yeah. you know, think about things and enjoy time with my old man. I think, me personally, I actually want to go to Cuba with my dad. Okay. That's one. Yeah, I, I, I want to go to Cuba because that's a place where. He's what he wants to go to Cuba, Kenya, Israel. I want to kind of tick off the list where he wants to go and create great memories with my old man. So I think okay. that's something I'll be I'll be um, focusing on. So yeah, that's <clears throat> so gigs yeah. wise, what countries are on your bucket list still? Um, gigs wise, G Germany. Um, I want to go and spend um, more time in Switzerland again. It was amazing. Um, uh, LA and Miami, like I said, those are yep. the places I'm, I, I'm going to go. And you know, New York, Atlanta, that's that's home, so that's standard. Um, but yeah, LA and Miami and 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 um, Germany are places that I haven't played, which I'm gonna work on. I think that's a lot of networking, but like. For you, it's easy, right? In that sense. Yeah, because I've I, again, I've kind of, I've got the relationships now. So it's funny. Yeah. It, it, it's taken me like 
15, 15 years to be that overnight success, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But people don't see the grind. Like, it's not just. Years. It's not like you just woke up one morning and you got all these goals. Nah, like... oh man. nah, nah. Like I did. There's lots of networking. Lots of L's had to be taken, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't take L's as a loss. I took it as a lesson. And um, yeah, man. So, what, yeah. What's been like your not not? I wouldn't say like what like worst gig, but. What's been the gig that you've kind of walked away and you're like, nah, this wasn't right? Or did you take it as a learning step for you? Or... Um, what was a learning? I think, I think, what country was that? I think it was. Put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. I think it was actually uh, another hometown. I think it was Sierra Leone. I think, uh-huh. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Sierra Leone. Um, one year, and what I learned from it is, if the if the setup ain't right, I ain't doing it. If the setup mm-hmm. ain't right, I no 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 Italy. Sorry, I DJ Italy. Okay. Italy. Yeah, DJ Italy, and I thought. DJ in Italy, this club, I thought, yeah, it's going to be fine. Let's bring my laptop and it'll be fine. And that was the day I wish I brought my Serato. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, yeah. I wish I brought my Serato, man. Uh, because, I mean, not my Serato, my, my controller. I wish I brought my controller yeah. because the setup, mate, I hope the promoter doesn't see this interview, but the, the setup was shocking, bro. <laughs> yeah, the setup was shocking. Right, what, what was the setup? Was it like it the was, old it decks was, and everything? Yeah, it was. It was. The, it was the old. It was. The, you remember the trade decks? The trade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bro. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was painful. <laughs> yeah, that was painful, man. That was painful. That was painful. And and at, no, it's a toss up between that and one time I was in Dominican Republic playing on a boat party, mm-hmm. and there was no. There was no setup. I had to use the laptop itself. Yeah, yeah. I had to use the laptop itself. So yeah, you had to plug what? Yeah. You plug the orcs. I had to plug the orcs in and literally DJ from the from the actual Serato <laughs> program. Oh my god! Yeah. So for, I mean, I, I, how did you even do with this? Like, what the the but setup is one thing, and then having having no setup is another thing. But you know what it is, bro. When you're a good, when you're a good host, yeah. When you're a good host. You can actually improvise. Yeah, it's all about that if you, yeah, if you if you grew up on if you grew up on the um the the bashment circuit and you know all the old um, sound system circuits with yeah. the Fifth Avenues and the Amelo Prime Times and the Studio Expresses, you know about how how to work a mic. You can use a, a good a good selector can use a mic and one deck and do a whole set, mm-hmm. bro. Do you understand what I mean? So yeah. that so for me personally. It wasn't hard, but for some of the other Americans that I was DJing with, they struggled. Some didn't do it, you know. And I ended up doing a long set because, again, I was trained in the shubs, bro. When you when you when you grow up in when you do those when you grow up in the in the ends <laughs> when you grow up in the, when you grow up in the ends and you've got to make the best out of a bad situation, it trains you for every environment. And I remember that. And for me, it was just another day in the office, man. So yeah, so I, I, yeah, so I think yeah, Italy and Dominican Republic. Those two are my like ah oh, mate. 
Nah, I'm bringing my controller. I'm bringing my controller. So apart apart from that, have you had any like embarrassing moments during a set, like or any like mess ups or anything? Yeah, but you know, yeah, always have mess ups, bro. But remember, the only person that knows it's a mess up is you. Mm-hmm. So again, if you're a good host, you can get out of a mess up. So you know, yeah. you can. I just want to shout out to DJ, um, sorry, Doctor Psycho, RIP, who passed away. One of the greatest hosts who can make any mess up look amazing. You know, yeah. because again, like I said, DJing's about having fun, bro, man. Like DJ's about having fun. It's about having a laugh and having a good time. And once you have that element, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're fine, bro. Even if you mess up, you can actually tell the crowd, guys, I pressed the... Like, how many times... Have the, well, I don't know, about, I don't know about, about you, but there's times when I've meant to press deck A and I pressed deck B and pressed oh, the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 or I yeah. Or I pressed the wrong cue button. I pressed the wrong, the wrong side button. of the cue. Yeah. yeah, and it's off, and then you just you just just you just stop the mister guys. You know what? I'll be honest. I'm a bit wavy, you know, bro. I just I just press the wrong <laughs> wrong button, and and then just carry on the party. No one gives a shit, bro, man. No one gives a yeah, shit. Yeah, true. You know what I mean, no one gives a shit. But so I feel like that's that's like with experience of host as well, because like for me, what yes. I'm saying to other DJs is like I'm quite, I'm not scared of getting in the mic. It's just like I I need I need to get a bit more relaxed in doing it and stuff. Yeah, but but the guys that I've been around, bro, you had to be great. You had to be great on you the had mic. To be, yeah. yeah, you had to be great on the mic. Some of the, like I worked with some great hosts also. You know, like you've got, um, you know, Dixie, great host, Ramzino. You know what? Um, Zest, phenomenal host. Um, Get Rich Crew, Mega Mouth, Psycho, Richie P. Um, Jay Knox has grew up to be a great great host in his own. Um, yeah, we were just naturally great host because we used to watch the the, the old school guys like um, Fifth, um Dodd from Studio Express um, uh, Hollywood so we grew up on, on some great great um, hosts bro and we just implemented it into our game yeah shout out Zest yeah. Rah, Zest is there yeah big up Zest man yeah yeah so we grew up amongst great hosts and you know sometimes we take things from from each other and, and put our twists on it man so again when you when 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 you uh, when you were around the people I was around, you had no choice but to be great, bro. Yeah, no I was choice, around yeah. some great people. Yeah, no, yeah, yes. Yeah, sorry, how can I forget? Ibs, Ibs is one of the mm. greatest hosts as well. And if I want to go international, um, there's a host called um, Fort Knox. Yeah, Fort Knox Live. Yeah. Okay. I think he's the best. I think Fort Knox Live is the best host in the world. I think he. I, I I'll, check, I'll check it. I'll check him. Yeah, he's 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 a New Yorker who lives in Atlanta. Okay, like he is just full of energy, full of life, and he's a monster, bro. But yeah, 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 yeah. So again, once you're around greats, bro, you have to become great. Definitely. Have you ever wanted to go into like the radio scene, or have you been on radio before? No, I did. I did. No, I did radio, bro. Uh, Baseline FM. uh, I was on Pirate Radio. I went on to. The beat, um, okay. Yeah, went onto the beat, uh, and but right for me, yeah, Fort Fort Knox is from is from from um, At- Atlanta. For those guys that are thinking who he is, we're going we're going international with it. Um, yeah, sorry, I've done radio, uh, but it just wasn't for me, bro. I found that a lot of DJs wanted to do radio to get booking, mm-hmm. but I was getting bookings and doing everything I wanted anyway. to do anyway. So I found radio for me was a bit of a waste of my time. 
Um, and yeah, I didn't get nothing from radio. And then the radio stations I wanted to get on, I think there's certain rules and restrictions. And, you know, if I've got a book in, in uh, uh, next month in New York, I don't want to mm -hmm. have to clear it with the radio station. Yeah. Uh, and back then, you know, pre-recording wasn't a thing. Now, it's, it's like DJs don't even need to be on the station, you can pre-record. If I knew the game was that, if the game was that then, then I probably would have done radio. Now, you know, there's certain people, I'm not going to call them out, who ain't been on radio for, for months, but they do a pre-record show, but big them up still, because that's how the game's changed now. You know, people are doing radio stations, um, doing their own radio show every every night on, on Instagram Live, so the game's changed, do you understand what I mean? But back then, it was a toss-up. Do I go to a station and, and commit? Or do I um, go around the world and DJ around the world? And I've wanted to yeah. see the world, if I'm honest, bro. <clears throat> so, obviously, technology is advancing and everything. Um, yeah. And obviously, like, like, obviously, now you can pre-record and everything. So, when you've yeah. got a set, do you kind of have, like, a set playlist? Or do you kind of just freestyle? Or do you have, like, a, something in mind? But like a little rough thing to look at, or you just see, go there? See, again, the beautiful alarm that I need to turn off, sorry. The beautiful thing about the, the crowd that I, I, I grew up with and my peers is that the whole street sound boy thing, you could, you, you, you're prepared for any, any circumstances. You're prepared for a DJ that shit before you, you're prepared for a draw out if someone tries to clash you or draw you out. You're prepared that if there's only one deck, you're prepared that yeah. if the set messes yeah. up and you have to talk on the mic for, for, for 20 minutes, you can keep the crowd entertained. So, like, again, like, there's no, anyone from my, from, from, from my era, bro, throw us in the jungle, bro, naked, we'll come out with a fur jacket, blood. Like, we're good. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. So how how do you kind of deal with requests? Do you, are you like tight to be like, I don't take requests, or do you go come like come with requests, but it might not play it or? No, nah, bro. Like it depends. If 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 um, remember when we when we're entertaining, we're entertaining for the people, and mm -hmm. if the if the song what they want makes sense in that moment, yeah, I can play that. But if it's a thing where you know, it's completely way off, like you're playing Vibes Cartel and someone's asking for Spice Girls, then clearly they're going to have to, you know, like you get some silly drunken requests, you know, like there's them type of ones, nah, you don't. If it doesn't fit, I ain't, I ain't playing it. Um, yeah. But if it fits, yeah, sure, sure, definitely. Is there, is there any, like, other cities you want to DJ in, uh, in the UK? <clears throat> or do you, or any city, and also, like, are there any cities that you think are popping well before quarantine? with like the scene and stuff um i think newcastle is dope yeah love newcastle because right, jo joe's in there as well yeah <laughs> oh uh, is he yeah yeah, think, yeah. yeah yeah he's a great he's like he's like a, a andy p another dj that i watch quite definitely quite closely you know what i mean like, I, I, i'm a i'm a fan of their craft and i respect what they do so yeah big up big up to those two djs so yeah newcastle i think is dope uh, DJ um, Belfast quite a few times. I think Belfast threw me off, but it was mm -hmm. hella lit. Um, I enjoyed DJing in Cardiff, Plymouth, Manchester, Birmingham. Love, I love Birmingham. 
Um, uh, I, I want to play in. I want to play in um, Leeds above Manchester. I want to try Leeds because um, yeah, I want to try Leeds, Hull, uh, Southampton. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm a DJ man. I don't go anywhere, bro, man. So, a lot of DJs, well, there's a lot of people. Sorry, yeah, carry on, carry on. Yeah, yeah, nah, I don't go anywhere, man. I'm a DJ, bro, man. Like, when you're you're a selector, bro, we can can play for all audiences. Black, white, Mm -hmm. red, green, we're good, man. Abba to Shabba, man, I told you. Abba to Shabba, bro. But, so, there's a lot of people kind of saying that, the London scene isn't all that. What's your take on that? Like, you look at all these other cities in the UK that, like, let's take Birmingham, for example, or, or Manchester or something like that. Like, the scenes are totally different, but people are saying Bro, that London something. isn't... I, I just say, listen, again, the pairs who I've grow, grown up with in, the, in, in London, no one can touch us, bro. No one can touch us. And as all-rounders, as all-rounders, I must say. Like, yeah. don't get it twisted. You've got some, you've got lots of, you know, I find that outside of London, they study the craft more. The DJing and whatever, whatnot, because, you know, they want to learn how to DJ and scratch. And what's their ultimate goal? To play in London. When they do learn all of that and they play in London, London people, like people from London, we don't care about scratching and shit. We want to have a good time and get lean and, and, and enjoy and create great memories. We don't want to hear scratching. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? So I think sometimes they're getting twisted. And I find that's why DJs out of London, DJs from London who go out of London bring more of a vibe because London, London's just got the vibe, B. You can't, you can't. It's like, <laughs> we, we have the shops, bro. You, like, you come on, man. Like, you can't, you can't, like, and I'm not knocking other cities and stuff. I'm not knocking other cities in there because, you know, Birmingham has a great vibe. You know, Ver- yeah. Birmingham has a great vibe. Manchester has a great vibe. But, Bro, there's no like if London had sun twenty four seven, there's no place like London in the world. True, and I, the diversity and I stand, is crazy. And I, I stand by it. There's no place like London in the world. We've got all flavors. We've got all types of people. Multicultural. It, it's it's amazing. Just London's the greatest. I swear down. Like even though we're going through hard mm. times now, when the sun's out, look at not and and the witness to like Notting Hill Carnival, bro. When it's sunny, no greater experience, bro. Yeah. No greater experience. Like, yeah, you know, going to hot countries and having, you know, the sea and the beach and everything. That's all great and shit. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, there's no place. London's a shit, like, I'm, I'm straight. London, London's <laughs> dope. London's What's your dope. take on Carnival, though? Because, obviously, this year it's going to be cancelled. And yeah. do you think that the government will keep it cancelled? Or do you think they'll bring it back next year? Bro, like, Carnival's historic, man. Like, if they don't bring back Carnival, they'll be all right. <laughs> In fact... Yeah, they will be all right. Like, they will be all right. Yeah, they, nah, they, like, nah, they, they, they have to be a great valid reason to cancel Carnival, not in Carnival. And remember, it's business also, bro. Mm-hmm. That generates a lot of money for that, for, for that, for that era. You know, the business There's is, so many people it's, from, it's, yeah, it's good for the economy. Yeah, and right now, in the state we're in now, blood, they need carnival. So that's not even <laughs> the question. They need carnival. So if they, if they, if they 
don't do carnival this year is totally understandable because of what's going on now. Like I think if 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 the lockdown ends soon or June, um, yeah, if it ends June, I think people you we'll know be lucky be very, to have it. But yeah, I think I think I think people will be a bit nervous July. But bro, there's something about the sun. Yeah, there's something about the sun. Great music, dope DJs. Yeah. That bro, if we, remember DJs are like the pipe piper, bro. DJs are like mm. the pipe piper. If the sun complements that, and the DJs are like on on point, the crowd will come, bro. The crowd will come. But again, right now it's more about safety, in it. Right now it's it's a safety. Yeah, definitely. Thing. Like, yeah, if, if if the government do what they need to do, and everyone you know does all this social distancing and stuff, and we get through it, because we will. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll get through it. You know what I mean? Um, but I pe think, people yeah. say, like, DJs are thinking that, because <clears throat> obviously clubbing is one of the last things that are going to come back uh, into like, society. So, I like, there's a lot of DJs saying that they, they don't think it'll be till the end of the year. Like, what's your, do you think? Because, like, no one knows, but, like, do you think it'll be August or do you think it'll be end of the year? Or well, bro, to be honest with you, when, whether it's August or the end of the year, like, whatever needs to be done for everyone to be safe, bro. Like, yeah. I, like we can weather the storm in it. Like, because it's pointless us rushing it and, you know, God forbid people pass away, <clears throat> like, because it's premature. That, that kind of defeats the whole object. So, you know, from a business standpoint, it makes sense to kind of um, hold out. But I think once we hold out and once things are popping, Parties are going to be super. They're gonna be packed. Super lit, bro. Super <laughs> lit. And slow jam is gonna come back. RB and slow jam <laughs> are going to come back, bro. Because people yeah. want to say hello to people. People want to dance again. They want to hug. They want to hold hands. You're gonna buy random people drinks, bro. Trust me. So yeah, man. Like. It's, it's crazy how what's this like ten weeks in? Like I don't even know how long it's been. <laughs> it's 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 crazy. <clears throat> I lost count, I, I, bro. I lost count. But when I when bro when I saw that I could comb the side of my the salt side of my hair, bro, that's when I knew. <laughs> that's when I knew I could decide. <laughs> right, you know what? The, the barbers are gonna be the queues are gonna be crazy to go back to the barbers, yeah. man. Bro, like, right now I will pay a hundred pounds for a haircut. It's that bad, bro. It's that bad. You know, like if there I've was never paid, never paid Bro, if they lifted lockdown and there was a phenomenal crew and you could queue jump for the for, for, for the right for, for the right price, I'm paying it, yeah. bro. I'm paying. <clears throat> no, nah, I think definitely I'm I'll pay it. that. If it, if the queue was looking like Sainsbury's queue, bro, like... if the queue was looking peak, bro, you're gonna pay that premium price, that VIP price. <laughs> to get your trim because we want to feel sexy again bro you know what i mean we're gonna make bubbles literally bubbles will become millionaires yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're uh, probably gas for this to happen you know this is the biggest business they got like oh, oh, mate trust me bro like this is mental this is mental man like, <clears throat> i don't yeah. think this has ever happened to anyone <laughs> for time for, i don't know how like what nah. maybe a hundred years i don't know like no, nothing like this, this has crazy. happened ever. 
Nah, because we 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 know we got through the 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 the, the swine um, the swine flu stuff. We got mm. through the um, salmon the salmonella. There was a, was it salmonella or something like that. Some some something to do with eggs. Ebola didn't really hit over here. Um, that's uh, that's what I was just yeah. about to touch on, right? Like, do you feel like this is <clears throat> as like hyped a lot because it's touched us and it's touched Western society, where no, like bro, Ebola didn't touch Western society? Bro, it this has made the world stand still all at the same time, mm-hmm. and I think that's why it's so it's going to be so remembered. This is going this is going on in history, bro. Like this is yeah. going to go down. Like our kids' kids are going to talk about it, and you know, I pray. Like, this is going to be a. This is an exam question. This is an exam question in history. This is bro. going to be an exam. Yeah, this is going to be an exam question, bro. Like 2020, this disgusting man. 2020, but at the same time, you know, in every in every storm, you know, there there's there's a calm coming, and in any yeah, in, in every in all chaos, bro, there's a way of of making something good out of a bad situation, and I think it's just about finding it. And, and, and doing it and connecting with people, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, bro, I'm, I'm enjoying just, I'm enjoying staying still and just watching people. And just I feel like you, I feel like, like you needed the break. Yeah, bro, I needed the break. I, bro, I needed the break. I enjoyed just staying still and and reconnecting and seeing what's what's, what's happening. Because when you're fast, when you're fast um, pace moving, like you kind of miss things. And it was just nice mm-hmm. to see. You no, know, like, I've enjoyed the DJ um, live sets. I've enjoyed them listening to you know coming across new songs, um, uh, re-engaging with old classic songs, um, and yeah, man, like I enjoy it. Seeing the new guys coming through, um, looking forward to seeing how their career is going to develop, and yeah. seeing some people, seeing some people like just just actually just just, just bug out, man, because there's a lot of people doing some foolishness online as well, and. Some people should actually put that there. Live is not meant for everyone, bro. Some people are not meant to do live. Some people are just meant to watch. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with being watching. Something, nothing wrong with watching. Because some people are doing too much. You've got grown people doing the most with that thriller TikTok stuff. Like, some people should chill out. Some people should just chill out, bro. Sometimes, some people should just chill out. And just but the thing is, you say that, but like, that's big exposure, like TikTok. Triller, like that's big exposure for them because let's say I've seen DJs do I've seen DJs do a mashup right on TikTok. Even I don't have TikTok, but I've seen it. They put it on their Instagram as well, and I've seen no, bro, crazy TikTok, exposure that's, from that. That's 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 DJing and doing a skill or a trick, bro. Uh-huh. There's some people doing. There's people doing stupid, some stupid things. And I understand people are saying, you know, you know, you know, we're bored <clears> and, you know. But some of the, some of them are clout chasing and doing it for yeah for, definitely for what? Nah, man. Nah, they ain't gonna carry it on me. after quarantine anyway. They ain't carrying it when on. When quarantine's bro, when quarantine when quarantine's done, let's see who's really gonna keep doing doing all these mad dancing and and <laughs> and, and, and there's certain people that's trying to blame it on trying to make it out like oh you no know, my kid got me to do it. Don't lie, your kid didn't get to do that. You wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah, like oh my my kid, me and my kid have done one today because she wanted me to do or he wanted me to do one. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. But like literally, like 
I don't think that, that none of this will last after quarantine. It's just going to go down anyway. This is just for something to keep occupied. <laughs> yes, yes. No, but at the same time, some people are, 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 are like, they are. All right. If you have you ever seen someone. All right, let's, let's, let's. Have you ever seen a girl that, you know, you've liked for so long and you thought, oh, rah, you know what? She's so cool. You know, she, mm. she, she, she's, she, she's cool. And you just had a certain vision <clears throat> or image of her. And then you see her on TikTok doing the most. Everything you had for her. Or you see, you see her on Tory Lanez's live. Or... <laughs> you, you understand? Oh, man. And to be honest with you, like, see the whole, that whole, twerking thing you know that that's what's your take what's your take on that what's your take on that you know it's quite funny i was actually going to do it before swarms i was actually Mm -hmm. going to do it because i remember i dj in atlanta you know uh i've got you know through some of the girls in magic city um but you know i think now i think i'm just too old for it man i think i'm too old for it now no that's more that's something my son can do my son's my son's a big man. My son's twenty two this year, so oh, okay. yeah, kind of, not really. It's not really me, bro. It's not really. It's not really me. You know, it was back in the mm. probably about fifteen years ago, but not now. I I, I can I yeah, can yeah. watch it and and appreciate it. You know what I mean? And you know, it's their thing and it's worked for them. <laughs> it's never too old. <laughs> Ray, Raymond goes never too old. Never too old to see. So I'm waiting for a TikTok from you now. No, you're not, no, but you know what's quite you know what's quite funny though. Um, TikTok, me, my, my daughter set up a, a TikTok account for me because um, mm-hmm. dad, you need to be on it and, you know, we done I think it was the Renegade Challenge, we done the Renegade yeah. and we done that and um, it's like, I said, you're not uh, be, you know, you 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 run it now, I think I've done two and I just left it to her and she just took pictures, I got, I got boring because you know, so I can see how parents can get stuck <clears throat> It's yeah. like I'm contradicting myself a bit, but I can see how um, parents can get sucked in. But there's parents getting sucked in, and there's people that's doing it for themselves. There's people that's going out, <laughs> doing it, and becoming neeks. You know, there's some, there's some people becoming neeks, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> Raymond, you, uh, uh, you lot never heard of Hugh Hefner. Oh, bro, so you're never on, too man. old. You're never too old. <laughs> You know what? It's funny. If I if I if I lived in Atlanta, I would have done it. But I live in I live in the land of the stiff upper lip, bro. I live in the land of the stiff upper lip. See, so, the, the thing is, you know. the thing is, right? I don't have, I don't have anything against what they're doing. But the thing is, like, look at okay. If you look at Tory Lanez, I don't think anyone has said anything about it. Like, not many people have said anything bad about it. But then you look at Swarms, everyone's no. getting on him for doing it. And I feel like that's because of British culture and like people are like oh, it's, it's, bro, it's, bro, it's. It's the British culture. I remember like DJing in Atlanta, bro. I remember going to a strip club. Yeah, yeah. I remember going to a strip club. No, so I'm gonna tell you a little story. So um I forgot who I was with. But I was with someone was it Jay Knox? Or was it Kojo? Anyway, cut a little story short. We was in West End and we saw um uh Big Boy from Outcast. Okay. And we saw him and we thought, oh Big Boy, what's going on? And we, he's such a he's such a blessed guy, bro. And we ended up um, kicking it with him, took him to Nando's. He wanted to go to a strip club. And remember, you know, he's yeah. from Atlanta, bro. He's from Atlanta. So we took him to 
a strip club in West End. I think it was, what was it? Where'd you go? Was it, it was on Wardour Street. I forgot the name of it. Not Stringfellows. Yeah, I forgot the name. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the Yeah, Jay, Jay Knox, yeah. do you remember the name yeah. of the strip club? Yeah, it's with Jay Knox, isn't it? So I was with Jay Knox, isn't it? Bro, we took yeah. it to a strip club, bro. And Did he... you go um, Platinum Lace? Was it Platinum Lace? No, Platinum Lace, that's new, bro. That's new. That's in, no, that's yeah, in like yeah. um, Piccadilly, Leicester Square side. Yeah, no. Leicester Square, Leicester Square, yeah. Yeah, Leicester Square. Yeah, no, it weren't that, it weren't that club. It weren't that club. But, bro, when I say big boy from Outcast was so disappointed in our strip club, he couldn't believe it. He was, he was like, he went to the DJ. The DJ looked like, um, like, um, Phil from some forty year old man, and yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. standard. Some yeah. fifty year old man. It was a, it was an old man with a jukebox set, literally yeah, yeah, playing yeah. random yeah. songs, and the girls looked like they're from you know Eastern European, and you know you couldn't they didn't they couldn't go fully they couldn't go fully nude. I think the man they had to put a pillow. This that's the DJ's name, DJ John <laughs> Smith. DJ John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and you had to put a pillow. If the girl danced yeah. on you, son, and so forth. You're remember, lying to me. You're lying yeah, to bro, me. He, he, like, he left and he was so disappointed. Mate, he's like, you know, he was so, he, he properly ripped the shit out of us. <laughs> but when I went to Atlanta, bro, when I went to Atlanta yeah. and I saw what he was raised in, mate. But like, I can't go to the club it... again. <laughs> unless he's in Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, big up, big up, DJ Lardy. I was just gonna say, yeah, one of the DJs we're talking about, man. Yeah. Do you think, but do you think that's because of culture as well and like restrictions and everything, or do you think that America was like is like the place for that? Well, again, the South is running hip hop. The South is running hip hop, and and a lot of the songs which people hear, they were broke in the strip club. Like strippers yeah. are the real A and R's, bro. Especially in America, the South, because if you wanted to get a DJ, if you wanted to get your songs um, heard, you go mm -hmm. to the strip club. So shout out to my um, some of my, my DJs in, in in America. Um, yeah, especially in the South. Like if you, if you if you got a dope song, you'd give it to like shout out to DJ Shorty Rock. Yeah, he's one of the um, um, DJs down there. You give it to him. If he can get the girls to dance, yeah, bro, you're onto a banger, bro. And a lot of the A&Rs, yeah. they have meetings in the strip club. A lot of big mm -hmm. meetings are done in the strip club because as well as... The it, biggest as, deals as well are done there as well. Club, yeah, because you know what? They, have, they do the, the best... Some of the best food is in the strip club, bro. Yeah. Some of the best food is in the strip club. So, yeah, so it made sense. So, you know, when you listen to a lot of Future and Amigos and, you know, like... There's hella artists, bro. They break it in the strip the club, so mm. it's their culture. You know what I mean? The it's thing is, culture. over here, like, in, as you said, like in the strip club, you just got some jukebox kind of thing. There's no hip hop vibe anymore. Like over there, you got different. It's just different, and that's like I'd, I'd like to go to like Vegas or LA or stuff like that to just go see. Nah, nah, you know, nah, the nah, 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 nah. Atlanta's better. No, bro, bro, listen to me. If you're going to go to the strip club, it has to be the South. It has to be uh -huh. Atlanta or, 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 or Texas. Uh -huh. The other places cannot talk to that because... Or go to a strip club in Jamaica, blood. 
Lord have mercy. Jamaica's, yeah, but Jamaica's, like, that's different. That's different. That's different levels. Lord have, Lord have mercy. But the same to say that again, the strip club culture is a southern thing. Go to Atlanta, go to Onyx, go to Magic City, now go to Prince of Diamonds, go to Tease. <laughs> Bro, oh, oh, mate. He's getting oh. in his feelings now. Getting in his feelings. Oh, He's reminiscing. Man. You're reminiscing. Bro. Yeah, bro. Atlanta, bro. You know what? When I think about it, Atlanta is the only place. Because when they bust it, blood, they bust it. And they bust it. <laughs> they bust it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm reminiscing, bro. <laughs> I'm reminiscing. I need to change my hat. Bear memory. It was that bear memory. <laughs> bear memory coming back. It's a touchy subject for him. He's like, shit, I'm remembering this oh, one now. Man. You know what I mean? Oh, mate, trust me, it's amazing. And even in the daytime, they'll have like, they'll get their strippers and do like a, a car wash service. Man, bro. <laughs> that's yeah, a car wash that's service. When, bro, that's when I knew. Oh, that's when I knew. You know what? I would, no word of a lie. I would love all the DJs, yeah, from like, for, for, uh, trust me, in the UK, to go uh, all at once to like a big event in in in, in Atlanta and just take yeah. it over because bro like firstly we'll be powering numbers secondly I think we'll give them a run for their money and and, and thirdly I'll just love for the man them to experience what I experienced oh spare spare me me rhinos. Rhinos. yeah that's that's, that's apparently the that's apparently a dive that one bro all of the clubs are dives in 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 Elvira. bro <laughs> Especially in London, you're better off going. You're better off going to a strip club in Newcastle or or Cardiff, bro. Do you understand what I mean? And going into the boom boom room. <laughs> what's, what's you know Joe? What I mean? You've got to give us some options, man. Joe's got to give us some options. <laughs> yeah, man. Trust me, man. Because London strip clubs, you're better off bringing. Ah, the... oh, mate, it's a, it's a nightmare. That's why for me personally, I don't get gas by it no more. Like when yeah. when you've been in Atlanta and seen what I've seen, bro. Like, you just organize it for culture. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, What's it for the real, culture? Man. Do it, do it. We got you. Got to start it. You actually got to do it. You actually got to do it. Trip. Nah, you got to organize me, a trip, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be serious, bro. Not trust me. You will be such an experience, and it will open your lots mind. Where, yes, that's it. That's it. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Only the question. <laughs> <laughs> you were reminiscing, bro. I was oh, allowing you to bro. reminisce there. Oh, uh, bro, I got caught up, bro. Trust me, man. Oh, mate. <laughs> Mate. Oh, so what? Mate. What's your take on what's your take on like the US drill scene versus UK drill scene? Like, who do you think's coming through at the moment? Well, mm. obviously during quarantine it's a bit hard, but like, what are coming through? Okay, cool. My take on it. So basically, drill as we know comes from Chicago. For those that don't know, um, drill comes from Chicago. Um, it was basically crud rap, yeah. But then he crossed over to the UK, and I think we had crud rap. But we've, we defined the beat, yeah. Mm-hmm. We defined and we made a very distinctive beat, um, and then I believe that um, the American uh, um, almost got that like New York, New York, uh, which is very much like London. You know, a lot of the rappers would come over here and see the culture and see whatever, whatnot, and they've taken it back, and they've. I wouldn't say they're produ- again. It's about the mastering, bro, because they're not produ- their producers are not better. They're not better. They're not better at us in production, but they're, yeah. they're mastering and mixing, bro. 
second to none. So I think, you know, I think, I think we're way better, to be honest with you. I think we're better. I think once we get our, um, the mixing and mastering right, bro, they can't touch us, bro. They can't touch us. And if we go one for one, funny enough, um, I've done a mix, which the only reason why I put the mix out is because I've got people in New York like, no, you can't, you know, no, that's not real. And, you know, you've got to represent us better than that. And then over here, it's like, nah, man, you got to represent. So I've got a mix where it's really, it's really political, but I'm going to drop it soon. Once, you know, if, if I don't get the, 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 the tunes, which, um, they're telling me I should put on there. I'm just going to pull out my mix and say, fuck it, and let the world decide and leave it there. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, bro, like, I appreciate, appreciate you doing this, man. Like, appreciate you taking your time nah, out. Bro, I appreciate it, man. No, I think you should. I think you should. So, like, do, I think up everyone inside, like, definitely. So, tomorrow, hopefully, I'm just going to, like, finalise it. I've got DJ Charlesy tomorrow. Yeah, okay. So, that yeah. one's going to be a big one. So like anyone inside, yeah, just bro, they're all gonna be big, bro, bro, bro. They're all gonna be big because it's great. This is this is this this is for the DJ. This is for the culture, man. So, and yeah. then what 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 I'll probably do for you is um you know as you as we're providing we're still in it or no we don't we want to be in it but I can link you with some DJs international DJs and and then make it international. For I wanna well, yeah what I wanna do is um like talk to the US ones as well because I don't know any US DJs that bro, like that. You, Bro, so I, 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 I'll hit you up after this and like if you if you could that'd be great because I want to like link up the DJ it. scenes. No, bro, I got you, man. I got you. I got I got a bags of them. I got them in abundance. Also, big up Jay Knox. He's one on Friday. Yeah, I've got Friday. Yeah. That. Yeah. So yeah, man. And big up to yourself, bro. Keep up the good work. Thank and you, I'm bro. Watching. Thank you, bro. Appreciate everyone. And then Joe, yeah, Joe, hit me up after this as well. Like we'll get something next week. <clears throat> Alright bro. Cool Peace. bro. Appreciate it. Love. See you.